0: Hi, this is Jeff in Sachse, Texas, and just like Bob, I'm a tactical guy, and I like a tactical podcast. Uh, Jeff, wait a minute. That's practical guy and practical podcast. Oh, never mind. Hello everyone, I'm Bob Maine, and welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. Episode 532 to be exact, uh, just a little bit late, but anyway, got a chance to get this episode done for you, and I have a couple of topics this week. First of all, this is a practical show done by a practical guy, and that is me. I'm not ex-law enforcement or ex-military or even a fancy gunsmith or anything like that. I am just a regular guy and I take my Second Amendment rights seriously and share them here with you. So I want to talk about the Beyond Concealed Carry class and some interesting things that I observed in being able to teach that last weekend and also some things I saw at uh, doing some competition shooting some idpa shooting this past weekend remember this show is sponsored by concealment solutions right now i'm using a concealment solutions outside the waistband cobra holster and a mag holder horizontal outside the waistband extra mag carrier both are great for concealment great for carry uh the most comfortable way to carry in my opinion and just as fast as any other Method of carry, so check them out. Concealment Solutions.com. You get a 10% discount because you are a Handgun World listener. Just use the coupon code Handgun World at checkout for a 10% discount at Concealment Solutions.com. Link will be in the show notes. So let me get right into it. A brief review of the Beyond Concealed Carry class. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You should read some of the students' reviews of the classes that Ben and I teach. We went up to the Dallas Fort Worth area to Waxahachie and we had a great group of students. We had nine nine shooters there join us for a great weekend of training and I want to talk about different guns and things that I saw that happened there. Good good positive stuff, no negative stuff and it was a real safe class which was excellent it was good to see that a husband and wife team were there training i really encourage uh husband and wife teams to come to the classes uh it's just it's very eye-opening when when two of you go there or even if you know father daughter father son mother son mother daughter whatever whenever family members go there together to train it's a great experience and so it was good to see that, and it was also good to see some students uh, use concealed carry guns again. I'm a big proponent of, of practicing and training with what you carry, and it's something that not very many people do. And I was glad to see some smaller concealed carry guns there that people were using. One student shot uh, pretty much the whole class with a Car Arms CW-9, and that was pretty good. And uh, front sight started coming off of the car arms, CW-9. So he had to switch over to, I believe, a concealed carry XD that he uses. And uh, one student came with a 9mm 1911, had some issues with the Smith & Wesson 9mm 1911. But it might not have been the gun. We We weren't really sure. We couldn't really pinpoint it too easily, but... There were issues, so he switched over to a nice, reliable Glock 17, which he's owned for quite a while and has been shooting quite a while. At the end of the day, folks, reliability is what really matters. Reliability. you got to have a reliable gun. And it's got to be reliable for you. It might be reliable for somebody else, but it might not be reliable for you. Some people handle different guns in a different way. And sometimes it's difficult for them to make it work. That's why I've always said, make sure you go out and practice and train with whatever you carry. Because it's possible, and you might not even know it, that you can't operate that gun efficiently. And these training classes that we put on, or even competition, man- uh, competition matches, it brings that stuff out. It shows you what the strengths and weaknesses are of your gear for you and we have one student train with a uh, sig p365 xl again a nice carry gun uh, he did a good job that gun ran very well the P 365 series just really seem to be solid solid firearms now it just every time i see them shoot them i own one they just they're working they're working and they're accurate and they're they're phenomenal for their intended purpose now one of the things I saw is that students often baby their guns and don't baby your gun folks and what I mean by that is when you insert a new magazine insert that with some pressure insert it hard slam that new magazine in there to make sure that it's seated into the pistol you'll cause malfunctions and uh, it won't work out very well for you if you don't have that magazine fully seated into the handgun. So, operate the gun like you mean it. Okay? You're not you're not going to hurt your gun. A lot of people like to ride the slide or they like to gently insert a new magazine. Don't do that. Don't do either one of those gently. Alright? Yank that slide back and let it slam home with all the force. Or if you use the slide stop, if you uh, push down on the slide stop and release your slide that way, you know that it's going to be slamming home with the full force of... The spring that's inside your pistol. Uh, Again, this is this. These are techniques. You know, don't baby your guns. Uh, Make them work because you're not going to be harder on your gun than whenever you fire it. Whenever you fire it, that's the hardest thing on on a gun that there is. Especially if you're firing hot loaded concealed carry ammo. You're never going to be able to put more force on the gun than actually firing it will do. So think about that. So when you practice make sure that you're that you're handling your guns with authority and like you mean it. A couple students had some nice Walther's, a a Walther PPQ version 1 and another one had a Walther PPQ version 2. Both of them fantastic. They both ran great. They were both excellent shooters. I got a chance to shoot both of them at the end of the class. Um, the students let me borrow them. Just just great guns. Just really awesome guns. And I uh, can't say enough about the, the Walther PPQ series. A couple of Sig 320s were in the class. Full size Sig P320s. One with a red dot. One without. Ran flawlessly. Just, there's just so many good firearms out there right now. Pick the one that you shoot best. Pick the one that works for you. I would say don't always pick the one that fits your hand best. There's a lot of them that can fit your hand. Okay, it doesn't mean that you can shoot it well just because it fits your hand or just because it feels comfortable in the gun store. It doesn't mean that you're going to shoot it well and it doesn't mean that there won't be shooter induced malfunctions when you shoot it um, because some guns just don't work for some people. The ergonomics, even though they, they might be good, uh, it, the way some people operate their guns are a lot different than others. So, one gun does not fit all, one size does not fit all. This is why you got to test. Recently, somebody sent me an email saying that they're trying to figure out if they should buy a P365 because they've heard me talk so many good things about it, and I've said so many good things about Glocks and M&Ps. In fact, the M&P 2.0 Compact, 9mm 2.0 Compact that I have, is probably the favorite gun that I own right now, even though I shoot my Glocks a lot. The M&P 2.0 just seems to be... It just seems to be a fantastic gun. And for the money, even in today's prices, in November 2020, even in today's uh, prices, the M&P 2.0 is such a huge value for the money that you pay. And uh, just a great gun. And I I have not had one single malfunction. I think I got about a 2,000 round trigger job on that gun. Uh, No malfunctions. So it was good to have one of those guns in the class two, uh, two of those guns, the Sig P320s. And just all overall a great, I get so much satisfaction teaching these classes. And uh, folks, uh, right now Ben and I don't have any more classes on the schedule for a while. But if you're interested uh, or if you're interested in getting one of us out there to save a little bit of money on expenses... Uh, you know, we'll come out there we, we can we can do a smaller group of students if it's only one of us that comes out to teach So let me put that out there if you want us to come to your city Let me know send me an email, email handgunworld at gmail.com handgunworld at gmail.com I'll tell you what we look for or what I look for if I go out and do it myself or what Ben's gonna look for how many people What we're gonna teach also if you got new shooters And if you can put together a fairly decent sized group of new shooters, I'll come and do a one day, a one day introduction to defensive handgun class. I like to call the ones that I teach on my own Pistol Fighting Dynamics, uh, Pistol Fighting Dynamics Level 1. And that's basically, or I can do, I can call it an intro to defensive handgun as well. Uh, So just let me know. Shoot me an email, handgunworld at gmail.com. And if you want me to call you back, just leave me your number and uh, and we'll discuss it because I enjoy doing these classes and I'm not out to make a whole ton of money. I of course I want to make some money for my time to take a day or two or three out of my schedule, but uh, you'll find the the rates pretty reasonable and I'll just all I'm going to do is just give you 15 years of everyday guy experience of tra- uh, from training classes, competition and concealed carry all the way around and I think it'll be a good value for your money. So Check with me on that if you're interested. So, next, I want to talk a little bit about some competition shooting. So, last Saturday, I shot IDPA, Texas Tactical Match, here in the San Antonio area. And I had, we, we, we shot five stages and I had four good ones. And my last stage was just one brain fart after another. And I'll tell you what, it just reminded me how much pressure that you're put under when you competition shoot and you know nothing duplicates what it's like if you're in a real gunfight but i will tell you that when you are under the pressure of a timer when what you're doing is on a timer and not only do you have to do it fairly fast but you you got to be accurate and you got to be good that that's a lot of pressure folks and it's great it's great pressure and it's a mind game it really is. It's a mind game. And I and probably civilian gunfights are going to be a mind game. Any competition match, any training class you go to, if you want to perform well, it's going to be mind over matter. And you're just going to have to make sure that you are, are mentally in it at all times. Uh, the great thing about a competition match, it usually only goes on for two and a half, three hours. So, you know, it's... But even me, even for me, it's hard. It's hard to keep my concentration for two and a half to three hours. Now, one thing I'll say: a civilian gunfight's not going to last two and a half to three hours. I <laughs> hope not. Um, it's a real problem if, if if your self-defense gunfight even lasts three or four minutes. But it's going to be intense, so it's a mental game, and there's mental pressure on you, and there's no better practice than going to a competition match, in my opinion. And I say practice because it's not really training. It's not really training. It's practice. Um, And so training is when you sign up for a class and you go for an introduction to to defensive handgun class that is something more than your concealed carry license class, which is why we call it Beyond Concealed Carry. When you sign up for something like that, that's... That's training, but when you go to a competition match, it's really practice and it's, it's practicing your gun handling skills and your your trigger control and your um, ability to manipulate the gun and, and, and things like that. And the mental game and strategy. Uh, you, learn, you learn some stuff about strategy when you go to competition matches. Uh, plus, the number one thing is you have fun. Okay? The number one thing is you have fun. And there's nothing better than having fun. Unfortunately, with the cost of ammo these days, uh, I, I compete less and I go to less, fewer training classes. But let's just hope that the prices of everything level out. does seem to be a lot of panic going on right now. A lot of panic. Panic buying. Uh, the public, when it comes to self-defense and firearms, they just seem to be panicking big time. Uh, There's reasons for it, I guess. I I guess you could say there's reasons for it. I mean, who really knows what's going to happen in the aftermath of this election and going forward? And with the coronavirus lockdowns, that people just don't want to be locked down anymore. They just don't. I don't care who you are. I mean, there's very few people that I I actually encounter that really want to. To be locked down. And I'm not making a political statement here. I'm just saying that people don't want it. And uh, we're going to have to figure out some kind of an alternative, I think. But let's let's try not to be too afraid, folks, and just prepare. So I want to talk a little bit about preparations. Um, the old basic stuff. Make sure you got enough food coming. A lot of people are worried about a potential trucker strike coming up right now. And a shortage of food. Well, you should always be. Putting away some extra food, extra freezers. Do you have an extra freezer or an extra fridge so you can store another two to three weeks worth of food uh, in addition to what you normally use in two to three weeks, making it a four to five week supply, and then a and then a long term food supply and stuff like that. And speaking of supplies, all that's important too. Another thing I want to say about prepping is put yourself in a good cash flow. Position. Now remember, folks. I'm a real big believer in no tin foil hat kind of stuff. I just keep this rooted in common sense when I talk about prepping. But your cash flow position. Uh, y- you know, I'm a big believer in getting out of debt and staying out of debt. I'm a huge follower of Dave Ramsey. Once you get your debt paid off, build up your cash flow. Um, and and it's you know, it's pretty simple economics: income versus outgo. Uh, get on a budget, all that kind of stuff. You know, these, these last round of uh, coronavirus lockdowns really were were not too difficult on me and my family because we were prepared. What common sense prepping does is it turns what could be disasters into inconveniences, really. And that's that's what you want to do is turn... Turn what could potentially be a disaster into an inconvenience because you're ready. And think about the most common things that can happen to you. Uh, some of you, depending on where you're listening to me from, wherever in the United States or wherever in the world, weather events uh, can, can or cannot be a, a common thing you have to prepare for. COVID-19 has hit all of us, so you make sure that you're prepped for that. You know, there's all kinds of stink hit the fan Situations. You guys know if you've been listening to me long enough, I've had several stink hit the fan, events, uh, events hit me and my family, health events, and things like that, health challenges. And uh, it's just something that you got to be ready for, and you got to have your your affairs in order if your health uh, challenges don't work out for you. So those kinds of things are are very important and. A lot of people... Now, folks, you, you guys know I'm a Christian. I'm a strong believer in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian, and, and, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I, I have no problem saying that. I enjoy saying that because, you know what? That's the most important thing in life, in my opinion. If you don't share my beliefs, you know that's okay. You have the right to your own personal beliefs. I ho- hope that someday that you find yourself in the same belief as me, but even if you don't, prepping is important. I do rely on God. I rely on God first and foremost. But I also believe that God wants us to prepare. And he wants us to have common sense. And he wants us to do the right thing. And I think having common sense and doing the right thing is is very important. And common sense preparedness, it is doing the right thing. Because your family shouldn't suffer because you didn't prepare. Think about that. You know, would God want you and your family to suffer because you didn't prepare? I don't personally think so. So to all my Christian friends and relatives out there, if I'm wrong about this, let me know. Let me know. I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, don't worry, God is going to take care of you. And and yes, God does promise that he'll never leave us nor forsake us and that he will take care of us. In addition, and I'm not saying but, I'm just saying in addition, I think he wants us to do the right thing. And to take a common sense approach to our life. And as positive as we can. Which sometimes is a little bit of a challenge for me. Given everything I've been through in my history. And things like that. Uh, not getting scared is, is tough for me sometimes. Uh, but, but I'm working on that. Because again, it is mind over matter. My wife likes to remind me of that. That it's mind over matter. Alright, think about all that stuff. If you have any comments or questions about this. I enjoy getting voicemails 210-646-1727 and folks I also need your support to keep doing this and to spend the time and everything I need your support. You can become a Patreon member. You get special videos, special podcasts and even some articles that I've written on uh, firearms and self-defense and concealed carry. For as little as $3 a month, you can pledge to be a Handgun World Patreon member. Go to patreon.com slash handgunworld. You can support Ben Branham and I and the work we do together on our joint venture by becoming a member of the Shooters Club for only $8 a month or $75 a year. Over 85 great videos, even some footage from recent classes that we've taught So check that out over at the Shooters Club. ShootersClubMembers.com. ShootersClubMembers.com. The holidays are here. If you're doing your holiday shopping on Amazon and you're buying a bunch of Christmas presents for people on Amazon, it is the Christmas season, even though I just recently said holidays. It's the Christmas season, folks. It's why we celebrate this. It's Christmas. If you don't believe in Christmas, that's okay. But let's face it, this is the Christmas holiday. That's the way that it started out. Now Thanksgiving's coming first, a few days after I publish this uh, episode, and then it's Christmas season. So use my Amazon account. Uh, When you're making your Amazon purchases, it'll help me make a little extra that way. Go to handgunworld.com, click the Amazon store, and uh, then go into your account. And make your purchases. That is it. It's a short episode folks. Something I wanted to just get out there. And I hope you enjoyed it. Folks thanks for listening. I'm Bob Main. You've just listened to another episode. Of the Handgun World Podcast. Remember. Evil does not exist. In the holster. It exists in the hearts of men and women. Shoot straight. Shoot safe. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.